Wait, uh, are you ready? Howdy, howdy, do. Molly. That's okay. that's how we uh that's howdy, howdy, do. That's how we're saying. <laughs> that is not my energy at the moment. <laughs> I have the energy of a beached whale. <laughs> But, like, in my beach whale scenario, like, everyone around me doesn't give a shit about Greenpeace, so they're just, like, standing there. <laughs> I give a shit about Greenpeace. <laughs> and welcome to Tiffany Terror. God damn it, I hate that. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I will. How about a whiskey and soda? It's Tipsy Terror. Welcome to Tipsy Terror. We're the podcast where we get drunk and watch a movie and then record a podcast drunk right afterwards. A horror-related movie. We watch a horror-related movie and record a podcast right afterwards, and we also cut in little clips of us while While we're we're watching watching the movie. Like Like this one. Honestly, any boy I swipe on Tinder this Valentine's Day better come at me with a pickaxe stained with blood or else I'm not interested. It's not meant to be if they don't. Nope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the cleverness of us. Yes. So, do we need to do some introductions? Uh, that was the smoothest opening ever. Yes, it was. I'm seasonal affective disorder's latest victim, Molly Haynes. <laughs> Our favorite. <laughs> She's doing great. Uh, I am Samantha Blevins, and this is... Harish Manan. Welcome, all of us. So, um, by the time you guys are hearing this, happy Valentine's Day. Hope you got booed up. Or not. Or not, you know? Personal preference. Everyone's good the way they are, you know? Hey, man. You know, like... Valentine's Day's a scam anyways. Boot up. Do they know you guys are dating? Oh, I don't know. If you I don't guys, think we said that on the podcast. If you guys don't know, Harish and I have are in a relationship, um, long term, I guess you can yeah. call it. But yeah, if anybody that's listening, I don't, I feel like only our friends listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's like, do they know? But like, if Does anyone, the world know? <laughs> but if anyone doesn't know, yes, Harish and I are dating and have been dating for quite a while and yeah. Molly is a close friend of ours. Third wheeling. How I be. That's a, so. a thing, but like that's actually kind of relevant to this episode because um, today's episode is a fun double feature that we did where we watched the original My Bloody Valentine and the remake of My Bloody Valentine back to back, and now we're recording this episode. So we've been going at this for what time is it now? We started at five. It's been like a few it's hours. It's been four hours. Oh fuck! It's nine. Oh, yeah, we've been drinking hours. for. I mean, we, I think we only started watching it like six. O'clock. Okay, so we've been drinking oh, for like, so three, like three hours, hours total. But yeah, Which... so um, just some context. The reason we promoted we we came up with this idea was because this is how Harish and I spent our first Valentine's Day together was watching both of these movies. Um, so this has some. Historic significance. <laughs> I think uh, my favorite part was I I got these movies on DVD from um, Half, Price Books. Half Price Books on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day after work. Wait, I, you already owned these? No. No. Well, no. you got them last year for... Last year, on last Valentine's Day, 
I went to Half Price Books right after work, and I got both of these DVDs, and I went to check out, and the, the girl at the checkout was like, oh, are these a gift? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> oh my god. So he looked like, like a lonely, possibly um, <laughs> maniac loser. I yeah. thought you got them for this, and that's why I was like, do you want to return them? No, no, no. Yeah, no. you, know, oh, you no. already own them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> You should see if you can return these. Why? And half price. Like, do you want to? Do you want them forever? I mean, maybe just this well, one. Well, I mean, I like the first one, and I mean, it's fine. Like, it was like five dollars when I first oh, really? bought it. No, we owned them because of so Valentine's cute. Day last year. We Aww. that's how we spent it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's just some history as to why this episode came about. But so um. We thought it'd be fun to do because we recently in our Pawnee Pool episode really our pushed what? our pun. God damn it! Well, I'm gonna fall for it every time. Um, our Pawnee Pool episode we talked about because we really liked that that one was on Valentine's Day, and at the time we thought that would be our Valentine's episode, but we found out none of us can read a calendar, and um, we figured out we had some time, and like all of us were just like instantly my bloody Valentine's. So, so this episode. Is the Valentine's Day episode. Yes, but it's a day after, so I hope you had a great time. Or the day of. Or. We'll see when it gets released. (laughs) Yeah. Head to Kroger, get you some half-price candy. (laughs) (laughs) Treat yourself while watching this episode. Yeah! If, 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 take a break, take a moment right now, pause. No, no, um, take a moment to get yourself something nice. Get you a a box of chocolates. Press pause and come back. Yeah, treat yourself. It's really important that you do the heart-shaped box of chocolates for this. Eat some chocolates and then keep listening. Buy something for yourself, then come back and, and, I don't know. I don't have anything (laughs) Then come back and hit play. Anyway, so we Um, should do the Uh, trivia. 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 So, Um. um... we don't. Do we have a name for the trivia section? I figured, I just realized we don't really call it anything except for trivia. We can um, call it murder party trivia. Murder no, party. No, it's definitely probably copyrighted a by <laughs> okay. Jackbox Games. Murder party trivia on Jackbox Games. It brought, is it, my favorite thing. If you, like in the world. If you ever want to just see Molly experience pure joy, play that with her. Slide into my DMs like, hey, I want to play some Jackbox. I will come over. Um, and if you don't want me to come over, that's also fine. It's real understandable. We get it. We get it. So, so we're just calling it trivia for now. <laughs> it's time for Tipsy Terrier, Tipsy Terror Trivia Time. <laughs> oh my god, Terror you and your alliteration, time. tentatively titled Tipsy Terror Trivia, trivia time. time. Yes! <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, so um, for this one, since it's a double feature, I know we typically do like three to four about it, so I did four questions. Two of them are about the original, two of them are about the remake. I'll do the original ones first, then the remakes. Um, I'm gonna preface by saying that there is like no trivia about either of these films. <laughs> like the amount of like fun facts is incredibly boring, and it was a bitch to find something. Can we cut to all the times in the movie you said a fun fact? Because it was like five times. <laughs> the director. I was just reading when I was doing the, the trivia stuff that we do. Um, apparently, the director like got like banked into literally every single thing he could make 3D. He did. And, like, people were like, we really respect that. Weird fun fact. So the original Sarah was blonde. What's her face that plays Sarah in this one is a natural blonde, but they made her dye her hair brunette for this. Why? (laughs) Don't know. (laughs) But that is a fun fact about this movie. Uh, The original version of this script ended exactly like the the old one, but the, the studio decided they wanted something different. 
Okay, so she was supposed to do, do this scene with a sheet wrapped around her, but the sheet was kept messing up and she got so annoyed by it that she literally just said, fuck it, I'll do it naked. And they were like, are you sure? And she was like, I will do this completely nude. And so she did. So <laughs> here. Um, no, okay, but those fun facts were like ones that I couldn't really format into a proper trivia question, you know? So mm -hmm. it was kind of hard. Okay, so. Wait, so my buzzer is going to be, I'm going to say the word bananas. I hope you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Cue a bing bing. What a bing bing. Ha ha, Lauren. <laughs> What, do you, what about you, Molly? You just gonna make a noise? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so, la remember, I have to get through the multiple choice before you buzz in. Got it? Got Unless it. we get it right. Unless you get it right. Unless you get it right. Okay, ready? I won't be shamed again. <laughs> Who, what famous director named the original My Bloody Valentine as their favorite slasher film? Is it A, Quentin Tarantino, B, Wes Craven, C. Steven Spielberg or D. David Fincher. Bananas. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Correct. Really? Quentin Tarantino. I think I I huh. remember reading that article. Yeah. <laughs> really surprises Quentin me. Quentin Tarantino named this named the original My Bloody Valentine. It, it makes sense. You know I mean, what? It's a good. He ass, has good taste. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good ass slasher. So I'll give him that. Um, but we all know Scream's the best. Uh, it, it really is. It really is. <laughs> we love Scream on this podcast. Just, just wait till you hear us do Scream and It's going to be like a three-part, like, episode. <laughs> I'm going to take a minute and just screech in the background while we're doing ah! Alright, so, okay. So, question two. What was this movie originally called? Alright, ready? A, Valentine's Day. B, Cupid's Chokehold. C, The Secret. Or D, heart-shaped box. Wee wee. Yeah. The secret? Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I have gotten a question right. I'm so proud of you. I was so hard for me to come up with the Oh, I don't drink, but... It was so hard for me to come up with the fake ones because, like, the secret sounds so non-related to the movie. It really does. Yeah. And, like, I was like, I can't think of anything that's, like, a believable name. And I was like, maybe the secret will sound fake. They say like, why? No, it didn't. It's just the original script. <laughs> All right. The script. I mean, I guess, like, as somebody who writes, like, my script titles usually aren't exactly perfect. Yeah. So, like, it would make sense to name it something like that just as a working title. But, yeah, that was the original title, The Secret. All right. So now we're moving on to the remake. So we're tied one and one. Where was the remake filmed? A. Pennsylvania. B. Canada. C. California. Or D. Tennessee. Bananas. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Correct. I was going to yeah. say fucking Pennsylvania. I almost pointed out at the beginning, but then I remembered that it was a trivia question, but if you paid attention, there was a license plate that was a Pennsylvania license plate. Damn. Um, alright, ready? Mm-mm-mm. I really hope you guys don't tie. I didn't think about that because I do not have a tiebreaker. Um... I'll think of one on the spot if I need it. Okay, question four. What show was the main character in? <laughs> question four. <laughs> the remake was in the top five most complained about films of what country of the year of 2009. So in 2009, it was the most complained, one of the most complained about films of this country. Is it A, China, B, India, C, America, or D, Australia? Bananas. Yeah. China. Wrong! Woo, woo, Australia. It was Australia! It was the number five most... 
complained about film in Australia, and I guess the tiebreaker. I guess I can ask why it We're was tied. the most complained about. Does that sound like a fair? Okay. Bananas, like, because the 3D was annoying. Wrong, Molly. Was there an Australian actor? No, it wasn't. That. Okay. Okay, so neither one of you got it right, but it was because the, people considered it too gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is, fucking, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. That's okay, so, so I guess we both lose. Or you both win. Or we both win, and in which case neither of us have to do anything, and Samantha is the loser. I'll drink I since you, if you guys... really use a win today. So I'm that sounds great. <laughs> let's, just, let's just say you both win, and I'll take a drink. Okay. Damn. The quiz master is the loser today. And I don't know why I didn't think about the fact that two people and four questions could result in a tie. <laughs> because, okay, I think my answering to correct is unprecedented. <laughs> to say the least. But literally, like, how did I not think, oh, they might... <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I took a drink for that. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, it was one of the top... I don't know what the other top ones were, but one of the top five most complained about that year, um, people sent, submitted... I don't know who they <laughs> so submitted. I think it's, like, the government or something, but, like, Australians were pissed because it was so gruesome. So gruesome. But, yeah. It's so. out rails and dingoes out, Beck. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going full tequila Shayla today, all right? Uh, yes! Yes! <laughs> Call me a shrimp on the barbie, because I want to see yo out, Beck. <laughs> say something about Jensen Ackles. <laughs> Jason Eccles could slip some spoof in my jute any day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I needed to hear after that movie. God damn it. Okay, so... Time for summaries. Summaries, okay. do the summary. So, since... Can you do the time? First episode. First... So, we watched two movies in this episode. Um, So, we're going to summarize both of them. Normally, we do um, seven minutes for the entire movie. Today, we're going to do... Three and a half minutes for I f- each. I feel like if we're really smart and let's just like not assign roles for this one and just like cut in, cut in, and like just jump in and stuff like that because like there's as- so much that matters. No, that sorry. doesn't matter. Yeah, there's so much that doesn't matter for like the plot of these movies. Even the first one is really good and like I I really recommend the first one to people, but we'll mm-hmm. get into that later. But like even that you can there's really, a lot of filler. You can summarize between, like, the plot real yeah, fast. Yeah. Okay, so 3.5 minutes for each. Ready, set, we're not assigning rules? Well, um, maybe... Free for all. Free for We'll just tell the story together. It's going to be a collective experiment. Okay. Is this a scary story to tell in the dark? Oh, I hope so. Three, two, (laughs) one, go. Okay, so there's, um... This woman making out and like she's like stripping in the mine and then she this, got a heart titty tattoo. Yeah, and then mine and it gets her. stabbed right, right in the, the heart, heart titty, titty tattoo. tattoo. Through the heart titty tattoo and then mine. And cut Valentine. to twenty years later. Uh-huh. Oh, Harry Warden cannibalized some people in a mine. So yeah, they had to put him down. Something like he disappeared or something. Well, like that. he went to a mental hospital like and that. we don't know what happened after that. Yeah, that's it. And then um, the town hasn't had a Valentine's Day dance. It's called Valentine's Fall, so Valentine's Day is very important to them. And they haven't had a dance in 20 years, and it's the first year that they're having that dance again. Hey, it's me, TJ, and I'm back, and I've been gone, missing from this town for a while. And but you're the you're the miners, the mine owner's son. Mr. Hanniger's son is me, TJ, and I am going to inherit this mine, but I am mad that I... Because I don't like, do I don't want to be the mine. And I'm Sarah, the ex-girlfriend, who's dating somebody new now, and you don't like that. And his, and name, his is... name is Axel. And we're all teens, and we're dickheads. And then, 
Um, hey, I- Axel. I know. Hey, um, Sarah wants me, not you. Fuck what? you. What? Okay. Well, I think we both know what Sarah wants. Yeah, whatever. So. Um, so the heart got sent to the sheriff. Yeah, and like a heart in a bloody candy box. Like yeah. the best Valentine's Day surprise. Amazing. And then that old lady that the sheriff loves. Gets murdered. Gets murdered. Her heart's in a box. Everyone's, like, honestly, Nirvana, like, went off. Yeah. Because it's a heart-shaped box. It's a heart-shaped box, all right. Hey, I'm the sheriff, and I'm, uh, there has been a murder at the laundromat, and there's a heart in the box, and that's what we just talked about. And there's no more dance. And I open one of the laundry machines, and and a body falls out. But us dickhead teens are going to have our own party. Yeah. Okay, we're ending the dance today because we're done with the dance. And but we're having our own party at a the don't mines. know where. At the, the mines. It's we're me, at the TJ. Mines. We're at TJ and I have the keys to the mines, so let's have a party at the mines. And the so mines. we're going to all have a party and like there's some cool people and then there's some people that suck and then we're There's teens. some people off fucking. Yeah, there's some people off su- fucking hey, and sucking. Hey, you Oh yeah, we're gonna go Let's go sneak okay. out and have sex. So then, oh, we're both murdered. Since we don't have much time, I'm not going to detail. I don't think we should detail each one. No. But the teens are going to slowly get murdered throughout here. And the love triangle stays strong. Because well, Sarah, at this point, doesn't know who she wants. Yeah. As both boys have provided hey, Sarah, things. You want to go explore the mines? Yeah, so we're going to go down to the mines before we know everyone's dying. But we're now, going where? The mines. Where? The mines. Where? The fucking mines, dude. And so all these teens are being discovered as dead, and now we're trapped in the mines, and um, what's his name? Harry? Harry Walden. Whatever. He's coming for us, and we're He's all gonna coming run for, for us. us. We and gotta run away. We're hey, get- Sarah, come with me. I'll save you. I'm TJ. No, no. I'm Axel. I'll oh, save you. TJ's who do bad. I pick? TJ's bad. Who do I pick? Oh, we get... Let's... Oh, no. Axel went that way. Yeah, we So you gotta come with me, TJ. Slowly, slowly, people, more people are dying, and then we, um... It's... Oh, no, we're trying to climb out of the, out of the, the mine, this and... This motherfucker oh, no. gets decapitated. Uh, fuck. Uh, and one of our friends gets decapitated, and now we fall all the way back to the mine. And we gotta run away, Sarah. Let's go. It's me, TJ. And then, like, we figure out... We take off the mask, and who is it? It's a me, Axel. Oh Axel, God. you're the killer? And flashback to me as a child, watching my father get murdered by Harry Truman in a mask. Harry Walden. So now Axel and TJ get in a fight, and then... Hey, I'm gonna fight you. This is my girl, Sarah. Hey. I don't know what happens next. And then you get... Axel gets trapped, and oh. then... So I saw off my arm and run, hey, run away into the Hey, all the, the police are here, finally. And then we watch Axel run away cackling <laughs> in the distance. And that's the end of the movie. I promise it doesn't sound as good, but, like, I, I swear this is a good movie. It would have been better if we had at the full minutes, time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, now, time Honestly, to read. three and a half minutes, that Can we good. do characters for this one? Okay, yes. Can I please be Jensen Ackles? You can please, yes. you can please be Jensen Ackles. Absolutely. Sammy! <laughs> and who do you want to be? Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was not paying as good of attention as this into this movie as I'll be Sarah, you be Axel. Okay, I'll be Axel. How's that? I'll be Axel. I, okay. I really fit the role of Axel. It's fine. Ready? Yeah. Three. So this is the recap of the remake. <laughs> okay. Yes. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Sam, Dad's on a hunting trip. in a few days. Okay. It opens with, like, there was, like, an accident in the mime, and the Harry guy, Oh, like, no, Harry Walden is killing us. 
he like killed a bunch of people and like Jensen Ackles was there. Tom, his name is Tom. And hey Tom. Tom, yeah. get, uh, I'm gonna take the girls out of here and drive them away, and you get stick around beers. in the kind. Wait, you guys are skipping. Harry <laughs> wakes up in the hospital and murders a bunch of people oh, a right. year later. And <laughs> then one there's later. this, one year later, and then there's this party and all these And we're having a party in the wine. In the fucking mind. <laughs> and you, Jensen Ackles, look, there's a guy behind you, and uh. we're, I'm gonna run away with the girls, and we're gonna drive away without you. And Sorry, I'll stay here and watch him get murdered in front so of my eyes. We're all fighting, and Harry kills a bunch of people, and then some of us survive. Flash forward ten years later. Ten I'm years back, later, and I'm gonna sell my family's mind. And I'm the sheriff of the town now, and this is my wife. And I need a motel. Excuse me. <laughs> My name's Axel, and this is I'm my Axel, wife. I'm You're Sarah. Am I Sarah? Well, I'm Sarah, and I'm dating this guy. Sorry, Jensen. Sarah, I love you. Go to your motel. Tom. I'm gonna go to the motel. Now a completely nude woman having sex is gonna, like, they're, they're both, the guy that she had sex with and then her are gonna get killed. Yeah. By the guy. And then, um, at the motel that Jensen Ackles was at. By this masked miner. Yeah, and then, like, a, some other people die, and now me, Axel, I'm investigating it, and I tell Sarah that her old best friend, Irene, died. Irene. And then Wait, Sarah- Irene, Irene and I were taking care of the store, of this department store, or, like, this grocery store. No, that's the other chick that I'm having an affair with. You mean Irene? No, Irene's no. the blonde that got murdered. My assistant at the grocery store gets killed. Be mine forever. You died? I don't remember that happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anyways. no, absolutely. It's like, what happened? She died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the best that, murder in the movie. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Jensen Ackles, we're driving, yeah. we're driving, we're driving out of town. Did Are you, you going out of town for a few days? <laughs> we're driving, we're driving away. Oh, wait, it's us. Yes, we're driving. Close to... You can't trust Todd. <laughs> He's can't trust, dead. you mean my, my fiance? Axel. He Axel. doesn't, look, you can't trust. <laughs> The train is off the tracks. My fiance. You can't trust Axel. You don't know the things he's seen, the things he's done. Uh, okay, and I'm gonna get a phone call. Hello. Is hey. it me? Yeah, it's you, Axel. Hey, hey. Oh, I mean, um, hey, what's up? What's... I don't remember. Oh, wait. Did. Something oh, about the mines. Tom, Tom was in a mental hospital for years? Oh, wait. I shouldn't say that aloud. <laughs> Shh. Okay, okay, Tom was in a mental hospital for years. Oh, no, um, I gotta stop. Okay. Hey, Tom, hey, hey, I just got a phone call from my mom, and my, you should drive me back home, because my son is in danger. Nope, we're going to the cabin, and we're going to the mines. He's... The cabin where my husband is having an extramarital affair? Yes, with tons of chocolate boxes everywhere. So he is definitely the killer. We found a bunch of chocolate boxes, so maybe my husband's a killer? Maybe. Ah, I got a gun. Okay. We're in the mines. We're in the mines now. Uh, I don't know who to kill. But wait, you should kill him because he killed that coworker. And uh, it said be mine forever on there. Hey, excuse me. How did you know that she died? Oh my god, it's Harry Truman right there! There's literally no one here. 
Oh my god. And there's Tim, no one... he's coming closer, Sarah. Shoot him, Sarah. Shoot him. There's fight. No one, there's no one here. Then there's the f- no one behind There's like you. a fight between us, and then I like take you out somehow, kind of. And I realize it was all a psychosis-fueled dream, and it was me all along. And then the co- or the other miners come in after that, and we thought we beat you up, and we can't find you. There's a mine collapse. And there's a no, mine collapse. Well, <laughs> no, like there's a collapse, oh. and you're stuck underneath. And then, and then me, him. I come in as a fake miner. I, I'm the other miner. I'm we a new miner. You got shot through the side and then exploded, and that's the mine collapse. My, oh, I, I, I'm an emergency services worker, and I'm coming in trying to save whoever's alive, and I don't know who's alive, but oh, I see a hand, and I lift it up, and oh, hey, hey, don't worry, dude, we're gonna save you. And I get murdered. And then. It's me, Jensen Ackles, and strutting out in the emergency service gear, ready to kill again. Hey, he's dressed as me. <laughs> and that's the movie. <laughs> okay, well. Once again, we didn't recap it as great because we Bad didn't have as much recaps. time, but it's not a good movie, so who cares? <laughs> Honestly, okay. you, you got most of it there. Yeah, so, you really did. <laughs> let's get into it. The first original is way better than the sequel. From 1981. And the remake, or sorry, the reboot is from 2009. Yeah, it's not a remake, it's a reboot. We should, let's review them individually. Mm -hmm. So first, the original. I hadn't seen, I'm the only one who hasn't seen it before. Yes. Um, I really liked it. Any specifics? Um, I thought, like, how we were kind of saying the cinematography as well. Oh, so good. And oh, we watched the extended edition. Yeah, I was about to say, we should, should in, we should note that there's the original cut that came out theatrically, and then there's the extended director's cut that comes with nine more minutes of footage, and all of the footage is extra gore, because he was so... And cut, just cut to the clip here of me talking about it, but when we were starting it... The extended um, cut has, like, nine more minutes. Uh, the director's specific... Yeah. Oh, the extended cut's a lot gorier. Yeah, because yeah. he was pissed that they cut it because he was like, my special effects team worked so hard. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're going to want the extended. So props to the director for being amazing. Anyways, continue. So Molly watched it the way we did with the extra gore. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, I thought it's like a pretty solid... Well, I should also say I had just seen the remake. Like, literally, I've seen it twice in a week. I yeah. watched it a week ago. Um... I was like, oh, that's fine. Hey, Molly, where'd you watch it? I watched it coming home on a plane from uh, Park City, Utah, uh, from when I was at Sundance, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> no, I, I need to stop being so douchey about no, it. No, I love but, it. Um, Anyways, continue. Yeah, I watched it, like, a week ago, like, on my iPhone with Quinn on a plane, and um, I was like, oh, that's fine. And then it took me to, like, three quarters of the way through for Quinn to be like, oh, it was a 3D movie for me to, like, catch on. So, like, I clearly wasn't paying too close attention. So I saw the remake before I saw the original. I was like, oh, I really want to watch the original. I've heard it's a lot better. And I really did like it. Yeah. It's just, like, the the cinematography, first of all, is great. Yeah, it's really well shot. It's Mm -hmm. very, like... It's it's just overall just a good movie. Yeah. It's like well made. And even just the plot is good. Like the the twists and turns of it. And if you're going in not knowing anything about it, you're not I mean, if you're somebody who likes horror, you might be able to guess the tropes, but right. like if you're going in it blind, it's a it's a good ass movie with some good ass twists. Um, right. And it's like I said this before on this podcast, I really love movies that are like horror movies that are centered around holidays that aren't Halloween. Yeah. And it's like one of those so the, I thought it was pretty cool. Us are have us having our conversation around potty pool really got us fixated on doing my buddy, my buddy Valentine. One thing that I wanted to bring up is 
for the original, like, the first time I watched it, I didn't know anything about it, um, and, like, we talked about in the, in the morning after for Friday the 13th, you know, how I, I brought up, like, were people wondering which one of them was the killer? In this case, for My Bloody Valentine, I was the whole time, like, I was thinking, okay, maybe Axel's the killer, maybe TJ's the killer, I don't know, but, like... I was wondering which one of these guys is the actual killer. Yeah. So, like, cut I think... To, cut to Molly predicting several times the correct person. <laughs> well, and the only reason I got it right is because I'd seen the remake. Yeah. And I and told I, like, you it wasn't... Figure, yeah. like, it it wasn't going to be yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Was, you had a point. But, like, but my point is, like, we talked about would people who are watching Friday the 13th be wondering which of these people is the killer. <laughs> yeah. But, um, for this one... This is, like, what, a year later? This is 81 so, yeah, versus 81. Friday the 13th of 1980? Actually, I was, mm-hmm. when I was looking up trivia, it, it literally said, riding off the coast of Friday the 13th success. Yeah, <laughs> and in this one, it's not. Like, Friday the 13th was... It's an in-group Jason, killer. right? Jason Voorhees the killer, no, but it, it was, turns out is, it's yeah. not Yeah, Jason and you would Voorhees. be killed by Ghostface and Scream. Right. And, <laughs> Absolutely. And in this case, it's... Harry Warden is the killer, but it turns out it's not Harry Warden. It's yeah. someone who was influenced by Harry Warden. Yeah. So, I think, like, this... Uh, my reaction to this movie, like, it tells us more about how I think audience was would be feeling about Friday the 13th. I like, guess so. this kind of answers the question that I had was um, with Friday the 13th about would audiences be wondering who the killer is? Well, that's interesting because, like, what, how my point with the Friday 13th is that it wasn't an in-group thing. It was a completely outside source that you don't find out until the end. Whereas this one, the killer was somebody who was a part of the group. Right. And it was a main character. And um, it's, like, one of those I can't tell what audiences were thinking around then because, yeah. like, we've had, so, we've had those twists and turns and stuff. And, like, this, and I've said it plenty of times watching this movie that, like, I consider this, this era the peak of um, horror, so th- this is when tropes were being established, and I'm not shocked if people would credit this as establishing a tr- trope of, like, it was supposed to be this person, but we faked you out, and it was actually one of your friends, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it goes into that conversation of... It, it goes into that question. I, I am still, like, I don't think we've answered the question about would people who watched... Friday the 13th in theaters, would they be, have been wondering who the killer was? Or, like, trying to figure it out during the, <coughs> during the movie, well, you know? Well, I, I will say if you saw Friday the 13th in theaters and you went and saw this in theaters, you'd probably be looking out for the killer. Um, there was but a movie where I was recently trying to figure out who the killer was, and I got it, like, right away. Oh, it was, um, it was this movie called, <coughs> I keep Sorry. wanting to call it Game, no, it's called Dead Body. About, like, this friend, like, group of friends was a game night. Right, And it's, like, yes. a similar concept. And, like, it's, without giving away anything, I figured out Shutter. the plot, like, instantly. And, like, is it the but one it where, cool. like, they got into Harvard? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. That one, it, that movie yeah. sucks No, so we bad. have watched it, and I just we shut it out of my it. mind because yeah, I so hate it. terrible. It's not a great movie. I wouldn't recommend it. But I will say, it was one of those where I'm, like... I figured out who it was, oh, yeah. and then the whole One time I was like, how are they going to wrap it up? Yeah. Right. Well, no, I know I know who did it and why. Yeah. This is going to take a tangent. One, 
One time I was at the CSI COSI exhibit, and, like, it was the one of those, you, like, go into a murder scene, and oh. you have to solve it. And I was like, oh, it's the brother. And I just looked at my mom, and she's like, fuck, you're right. And I was like, I know. And then it was the brother. <laughs> yeah. Right. So sometimes, like, I feel like I have, You like, get a, the feeling. If you know yeah. enough, if you know it's tropes, not hard. Right. It's not and this hard. was, like, at the height of, like, my mystery days. I was like, oh, it's him, because there's a picture of the two brothers, yeah. like, on the screen. Yeah. And I, like, the whole fun of it for me was, like, I didn't care that I, like, knew who it was. I just wanted to figure out why. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, even with horror movies where, um, you, like, are like, oh, it's gonna be this person for whatever reason. Either you know tropes and you know it's gonna be, like, a certain type of way. It's, like, still fun to figure out, like... How they're doing it and why they're doing it. So, I have two points in response to that. One, um, I want to know what gave Axel away to you. I... I don't know. It just... I, it was kind of like a gut thing. I was like, it's him. It's not the uh, other guy. So you just kind of felt it in your bones. There wasn't like a specific... Yeah. There, was, from... there was more reasons for it not to be him. Knowing uh, that makes sense. So I was like, oh, yeah. it so, like, is going to be. Right. That it's going to be the... Yeah, okay. That plays into my next point is nowadays we've we've cycled through pretty much all the tropes and it's really hard in horror to come up with other things because in order to do that you have to subvert the tropes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um so like when you're going to watch a horror movie and you're trying to guess the twist do you naturally go more into playing into a classic trope or do you think of if i was writing this how would i subvert that what is what do you guys think you would do Scream has ruined this for me Scream because now Scream I know yeah. no idea what to expect. Yeah, right. so I mean, yeah. I think it's like a movie by movie basis. Like the one, it was like uh, Dead Body was so obvious because like there was this like specific dialogue, and I was like, oh well, that's the motive. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, for other movies, like the ridiculous have... motive, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> honestly, please watch the movie just so you can understand like why Fucking we're shitting all over film. it. But again, kind of, I, I just started Scream Four. Like I'm about an hour in right now, and I'm oh. like. Like, I started, I, like, started watching it today before you guys came over. And Love I'm, it. I'm like, oh my god, like, what the fuck? And it, there's movies that, like, really kind of so do wait, it for me. you haven't finished it yet? Mm-hmm. I don't want to, No, I'll, I'll talk to you later, but. I want to, I'm curious about who you, who you thought it was at this exact moment, and then, anyways. Okay. Wait, just say. No, who, no, 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 I cannot react because I gave no, away early. No, okay, don't okay. react. Just say, like. Do, are you, like. Scream 4, who do you think is the killer? Oh, the boyfriend. The You think it's the boyfriend right now. Okay. As to Scream 4. I have actually okay. literally no reaction to that. Um, so, um, okay. But, like, I know it's not, but, like... I have no reaction. You know? I just wanted that for, like, posterity. It's not him. On the podcast. Okay. Um, In case but, I ever cover Scream 4, so, we can always call back to You're going to shit on me about this later. I can tell. <laughs> but my point is, um, for... So, like, your question was... Are you expecting it to, at this point... Are you hoping it'll follow trope? Are you trying to figure out how they're going to subvert the trope before they get to it? Yeah. I mean, at this point, like 2019, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're trying to just subvert tropes. Yeah. Absolutely. I will say, though, that's such a slasher thing to have Mm -hmm. rather than, um, like, kind of modern horror movies like, I would say, Hereditary. Yeah. Um, But, like, I don't even get out. Yeah. Kind of how they, do, like, subvert. It's, like, at this the point... where you, like, know. Yeah. Like, the family is doing something, but you don't know why. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, it's just kind of one of those things where, like, I think you brought it, you said get out, and, like, that one played into, like, as you're watching it, you know that that family's evil, but you didn't expect 
um, Allison Williams' character to mm-hmm. to betray you like that. Mm-hmm. So that's right. one of those things that I don't. I wouldn't say it plays into trope, but plays into expectation. I and think then shocks you with the expectation. Personally, for me, it's um, if overall the film makes sense and everything like that, even like the suggestion of who's the killer, like makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think overall, if the movie makes sense, then it's good. Okay. And if it doesn't... If it's, like, a meaningless twist... Like, we talked about this while watching the movie, but, like, for me, I hate... Um, what was that movie? The Usual Suspects. Yeah. Because I, I feel like the twist at the end ruins the rest of the movie because it just invalidates... It's like everything we just watched... Got erased. ...was pointless. And it's all fake. That segues well into what's wrong with the 2009 reboot. I was literally about yes. to say, if you guys are ready, that perfectly segues into, um, so you go into this remake expecting, or reboot, expecting a remake. Well, okay, well, before we go into that, let me just say. Sorry. Um, go ahead. We both are um, natural story. But I, I like when the movie tells me the truth, mm-hmm. and then if every part of the movie makes sense, even if it just sticks with tropes if it like um subverts tropes as long as it's co it's like overall coherent and yeah. makes sense and like all connects to each other then i like it then i think so it's as good. long as the twist so, looking back you see the twist actually was present you're fine yes and i feel like a lot of times i as i'm watching the movie a lot of cases i don't really i'm more of a like I'm just paying attention. Like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not, like, trying to figure out who's... I'm just, like, a, uh, like, a innocent bystander. Yeah. I'm just watching it happen. I'm not the detective trying to figure out who's the killer, you know? Yeah. So, like, for most movies, I am just an innocent bystander, and I'm just watching everything happen, and I'm not trying to figure out who yeah. the actual killer is. So, as Molly and I segued but, into the remake, um... We went around the time when the climax was happening, and you find out that the big twist was that Tom actually was suffering from trauma and having this, like, multiple personality thing. Um, we, we, even, we all knew who the killer was because we had all seen it before, and we were looking out for this, but the, particularly the, the scene that bothered us was the scene where he's locked in that cage. What the fuck? Watching the murders. And I think this is kind of how Harish was saying that movie was only trying to trick the audience. Yeah. Right. It, like, isn't... It doesn't yes. make sense, for, like, for the plot. Yeah. Right. And like, they... I feel like, personally, I feel like the film should tell the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I I hate it when the movie lies to me as yeah. the viewer. I don't... As the objective viewer. So, so I don't agree with Usual Suspects, like, your thoughts on that, because right. I, I, I really love the twist in that, but I think in this, like... Example in my we bloody should, Valentine. We should note that sucks. we, as a podcast, don't support Usual Suspects anymore. Oh, as a yeah, previous sorry. viewing, we enjoyed it. Well, but, because like, of as a podcast, Singer, we, but, and, and Kevin Spacey. And Kevin Spacey, yeah. God damn it. Anyway, I, but oh, sorry. as previous viewers, when we originally saw but, it, that's mm-hmm. how it affected I'll say, like, um, um, what's it called when it's, like... Un unreliable narrator. Yeah. yeah, I do like that. Though. I I like unreliable narrator. When I'm fine when it's an unreliable narrator when it's obvious mm-hmm. 
that it's a narrator. Yeah. You know, like the usual suspects, it's Kevin Spacey's character telling the story. Kaiser Sose? Yeah, Kaiser but like Sose. it's okay. the the movie. For a while. Oh, shame. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. But for me, like, for me, when I watch a movie, the movie has an opinion. When I watch movies. <laughs> yeah, no, right? I get what you say. I get you. Do you I know what, what I mean? Yeah. So, like, like this anything movie... we watch, the movie itself, like, the the external, like, film has an opinion. Yeah. So, when you're watching something, the movie, like, um, in, in the case of the usual suspects, say, like, the movie believes Kaiser Soze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, plays into him. And so, that bothers me, because... In my opinion, the movie should always tell the truth. So I or think, at least tell us when we are being lied to. I think where this ties in is like that in this movie you're supposed to be listen you're supposed to be watching it as a you're not watching it from a character's perspective. You have literally no um hint or narration or intention that, like, this is from a point of view of a person in this film. You are watching it as a third party. You are never right. seeing it through the eyes. And then all of a sudden at the end they're like, oh, it was him seeing things. That but was, it was a like, vision. At no, like, you were watching it as a an outside party. We're, most of our problem is literally rooted in this cage scene. Oh, it's, it's, so, it's, 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 it's so bad. You're initially, Should we, well, let's explain it. You're so, initially like, watching the cage scene. You see Jensen Ackles gets locked in by the bad, the dude, the pickaxe dude. He locks him in and then murders someone in front of him. Right. And then you find out at the end that he murdered that guy, then locked himself in. Jensen but, Ackles yeah. himself was, was having yeah. a vision of... Him. Another person yeah. killing someone else, but it was actually and him it's, himself. It's just stupid because, like, you had this whole movie as being a third party watching this film, and then all of a sudden you're there. They're expecting you to like look back and be like, "It was his vision all along." When right. you never had any idea that it there was there was no inside thought. And for know? every other scene it's fine except for this that one, which is why one. we have such an issue yeah. with it. That one scene is just the the scene that ruins the whole idea of it. And I'm and fine. I'm fine with it changing that mm-hmm. he was the killer. I'm fine with that. But it, they just that scene ruined the entire ruse. And like something this movie tries to do, it tries to set up this narrative of he's like crazy and he was in a mental hospital. Mm-hmm. For the past five years, and, like, mm-hmm. that's why, like, he's, he's like, actually seeing Harry Walden. Harry Walden. He's so actually seeing Harry yeah. Walden. Harry Truman, like, as we called him. <laughs> Harry Truman Doris Day. Yeah. Red China Johnny Ray. Yeah, exactly. I can do that whole verse. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So. To, like, assert. Okay. That. Um, but, I just... Personally, I just realized, like, Fight Club is a movie where it's from one person's perspective, and it doesn't bother me. No, because no, that one... it makes go, sense. That one backtracks, and you, like, if, if you backtrack it, you see where all the um, unreliable narration happened. Also, yeah. this movie, you don't. We've seen... I've seen this movie, I think, three or four times now. You don't see the unreliable narration. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. But Fight Club, you do. 
Fight Club, you If do. you go back, you can see how he was seeing these things. And from... it, like, make, it makes sense. Yeah. It just fits. Because that's the, st- the that's the whole story. This and, like, one... It's, like, one of the... And I get, like, that's the story of this one, but, um... Well... It doesn't fit. Even as I mentioned before... Fight Club, like, doesn't lie to you, though, even. Yeah. Like, even... There's a part where, like, um, they crash a car, and it's, like... Um, Tyler Durden is in the driver's seat, but then it cuts to a shot of them outside, and, like, um, Edward Norton's character mm-hmm. is coming out of the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Fight Club, lie. the movie doesn't lie to you. It, like, shows the perspective of yeah. Edward Norton in a lot of spaces, but, like... But then it goes back on that perspective, because yeah. you're seeing it from his perspective, right. his narration, and it, like, it does make sense. Yeah. And I think where the difference here is, and I mentioned it while we were watching it, here. Uh, the original version of this script ended exactly like the, the old one, but the, the studio decided they wanted something different. Oh, really? Which is a shame, because the ending of this sucks. Yeah. Um, is... <laughs> You're gonna have to find all these clips. I know. <laughs> is where I mentioned that the original ending was supposed to be the exact same as the first movie. But the then original, the, the yeah. studio or whatever decided they wanted a different story, and so this was a rewrite. Jensen Ackles' t- character as Tom wasn't supposed to be the killer. This was a rewrite. So I'm guessing, just as like, just from what I know, they probably didn't bother fixing every technical detail. They probably just tried to tie it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like the explanation of him in that cage, it got explained in a literal blink and you miss it catching him locking himself in type thing yeah. so i'm pretty sure that that original scene was supposed to be much more effective in a different way than it was this is just lazy editing or not not editing but like rewriting it's That's also it very poorly edited yeah it, oh this film is very this, badly edited. okay well one thing i wanted to bring up is the original very beautiful oh, like gorgeous film very well shot beautiful film. If you like, watch the extended cut with the extra bits of film in it that aren't even, like, well, like, corrected, the film right, actually not makes color it corrected. better. They're, like... <laughs> if we watch the, like, extended cut, like, all the scenes that are added back in aren't color corrected, so they, they like, look the way the original film would look, and it's so beautiful yeah. and looks so amazing. Yeah, like, look at those special effects, dude. I love how you can tell what was re-added because of the footage quality. Yeah. Uh, I love the color on this. This one, bad. But but the the remake is it's just badly color-corrected. It's just badly shot. It's It's... Way too focused on the fucking 3D bullshit. We also, we should say, we didn't watch it in 3D. We watched the 2D, to, we watched and we drank together. every time we said, 3D! Oh, 3D. We should take a drink every time we realize something should have been in 3D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cue all of the sh- the <laughs> clips of us complaining about the film and, like, cinematography right here. It's 2009, and this, the fucking shots look so much worse. It's because it's because this movie banked so hard on real beings. This shot looks bad. This shot looks bad. This this shot looks completely fake. Oh, it's bad. It's it's so bad. I hate it so much. I can't remember his real name. Eddie. The set is so bad. That's just a restaurant. It just looks bad. It looks so fake. That's a real restaurant. (laughs) It looks fake. Is it a real restaurant? That definitely looks like a real diner to me. (laughs) Um. Uh, but um, no. First one, I I agree is beautifully shot. Yeah, and um, 
It's a good movie. Yeah. Like, and I think... It's a good movie. Um, And it's one of those where it's like... Also, not trying to trick you. Yeah. Right. It's the a very kind of, it's there. a straightforward slasher movie. And I'm sure you picked up on Axel being the killer because you were paying the fuck attention. You know what I was mean? Was I? Well. Because all the times I was like, oh, I missed that. I'm not paying attention. Yeah, well, I mean, we were talking through the whole thing. But, like, even, no. like, you okay. knowing, you're familiar with tropes, you're familiar yeah. with the steps, and, like, just from you picking up on... Well, he you had thought... a shifty gaze and no, nothing to lose. But you thought it was TJ. You just didn't know his name. You mm-hmm. thought it was no, the no, guy who was gonna... No, thought it was Axel about halfway through. She was like, it's Axel for sure. And no, then, I thought it was Axel. At first you I thought cared. it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Well, and then I clarified. Oh. I was like, you know the difference of Axel and TJ. And she even was like, no, the blonde guy Axel, it's Axel. Like, she knew. Is it actually Harry Warden or is there a twist? Who Not knows? Who can never be sure, you know? Who even knows? I think, I think well, it's everyone Axel. Everyone on this couch does know, but... It's <laughs> Axel, right? Who can never be sure, you know? Who can know? I don't care enough to... Axel, Axel, Rod. Why do you think it's Axel? Which one's Axel? I only know, like, three characters. Axel's the blonde one. Is he the one who's, like, gonna inherit the mind? No, that's TJ. That's TJ. TJ's the guy who kind of looks like Oscar Isaac. With the bitchin' ass hat. Wait, then it's TJ, because if it, like, fell... I've seen the uh, remake. The remake is not the same. Well, the story's it's different. I'm not going to tell you what different... different it's it's one of the two, and I think it might be Axel then. I'm not going to tell you anything. Because is Axel the one who's going to inherit them? No, he's no, he just is. told me it was TJ. TJ is the one who's inheriting I thought I think in the remake... Harry Warden. is like Tom. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I think at first you thought it was TJ, and then the way we were responding to you, you thought it was Axel. Well, and that's exactly what the know. film's trying did to I? do. It's trying to convince you. You, you thought it was the guy who had inherited... Axel. No, TJ. No, Axel did, did not inherit. Oh, I didn't know the difference between the two. Right. Yeah. It was the blonde yeah. guy. It was she the blonde it was guy. The blonde guy which okay. Right. I, th- I thought he was the guy who inherited it. No. <laughs> okay. Well, and I also only thought that because I'd seen the um, remake first. I was like... It's the blonde guy. But then I even in the middle of it, I was like, oh, it's not the same as the remake. And you were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll never know when I know when I don't know, and that's okay. Well. <laughs> Welcome to drinking while watching film. Molly was right about who was the killer, so let's just say that. Yeah. Um, fuck, I had a fucking, god damn it, this is why I hate being drunk when we do this. One. I had a point I was going to make, and I don't remember what it was. Okay, let's talk about Killer POV. Killer POV. <laughs> Which was something that I wrote down as we were watching that. Cause we don't take notes. Oh, that laundromat shot. Ugh, yes. Laundromat was good. But, um, so what I want to discuss is, um, a lot of movies from that era had the killer, killer POV. POV. Like, I know Black Christmas did. Friday the 13th Friday the 13th does. has the killer POV. Um, and this one has the pers- uh, the point of view where it's... the original, right? Yeah. 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 The original My Bloody Valentine has the... Uh, has shots from the point of view of the killer. And so, how do you guys feel about that? Love that show. You said laundromat scene, the laundromat scene through the point of... The, the POV of the killer. It works and it's like one of the best shots on the movie. So good. Oh right. my god. Yeah. So fucking good. It's like, um, this isn't really related, but, um, how the Halloween remake has that really long tracking shot. Yeah. It was it, exactly um, like, yeah. It's like kind of that same where you're like, oh fuck, you're like that's P- a good... You're not POV in that instance, but it's the same effect. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're watching this death happen. Mm-hmm. Slow, slowly just going through the steps. Yeah. Right. I, I really like POV. And yeah. like, just, just, it's, Oh, just even like, when he's just walking through, you're like, yeah. "Fuck!" 
you know, I don't, any, to me, even if it's a bad horror film, anytime you're in the POV of the killer, it's just so effective, because you're watching this person fear for their life through your own eyes. It's in the original right. Halloween, too, the first shot. Yeah. yeah. Halloween. It's POV. Yeah, yeah, it's POV. Yeah. So, like, just having that is just so effective, because you're putting, you're forcing Forcing your viewer to, to like, see it mm-hmm. through eyes that they would never see it. And it's watching that sweet old lady get her life taken from her in, like, such an innocent scene. Mm-hmm. Or, like, she's, she's in a laundromat. She's dedicated her life to this community trying to bring up the beat, and you're just Farming watching her. And then she detail. finds, she gets a valentine. And she opens it up and realizes. Oh, that that's oh, that's the best. It's not yeah. a real Valentine. Yeah. And no. then she gets murdered. Yeah, like it's just it fucks. Is you there up. also a heart in the box? Not in that one. That's just like I a Valentine. I don't know movie. that it's that one. But after that scene, you were saying like she has a Valentine in place where her heart was. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they found when they found her body, they pulled a Valentine from her chest cavity where her heart should her, be. Yeah. And that's just like. That it, killer POV when done. You you don't need to do it for the whole movie, but like one or two scenes through it, really just forces your viewer to be like in the moment, and you're like you you almost you don't intentionally do this, but you get into it, and you're like you're ready to watch this person be killed, and it's and it's a feeling that you shouldn't feel in normal life, but in that like. It allows you to have in that. that three meal three minutes. You're like feeling that feel that, and it's you feel guilty, but also like satisfied, and it's very weird. It's a trope that's not like pointed out a lot. No, yeah, I know. Like Scream points out a lot of tropes, and like even it's, in Scream, it's, you don't get a killer. Well, POV. yeah, it's very common in modern oh, horror movies to point out the might, tropes, but, but I don't like think you do. I can't think of not an instance in Scream where yeah, you get a Yeah, like POV. a lot of people don't point out. The killer POV tropes. Oh, I don't... Which is a very, like, it's surprisingly common. I'm not meaning to sound, like, condescending to any of our viewers, but just in case, when we say POV, we mean point of view. Like, you're seeing... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not meaning... But, I, like, just in yeah, case you don't know before. when we yeah. say... You're you're looking through the eyes of the killer. When we say killer POV, you're watching them be murdered. I just want to clarify. Just yeah, yeah, in yeah. case. Just in mm-hmm. case. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, that's my point is, like... We need to like, catch ourselves on no. film terms when we use that it. That is a trope of the movie. Yeah. But, like, it's not, like, something that people notice as a trope. Yeah. I don't think it's been... I think it's because it has been overdone. And when it is done, um, usually it's pretty effective. Kind of yeah. the same thing. It gets you to, like, be a little scared and be and a little excited. When I think of the the classic killer POV, what comes to mind? Halloween. You said Halloween. What, what do you think? Black Christmas. See? I think Psycho. Fuck! classic killer POV and okay so Psycho wasn't the first movie that ever puts you this is another screen reference it's not the first thing that puts you in the point of view of the killer I think it's what Peeping Tom is what they say it is Um, I've never seen that film but in Psycho is probably one of the first experiences that modern audiences have felt because when you're watching Marion Crane get killed it's through the killer's POV oh my god weird you don't think about that but that is one of the first cases and, I mean, it just tracks to one of the, like, groundbreaking horror films, and then, like, if you think of good horror, you're gonna get one of those killer, oh, sorry, one of those killer POVs in, like, good horror films. This is just a plug. Watch 78 over 52, the documentary about the shower scenes. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, Fuck, dude. killer POV is effective. One of the nice. best horror movies ever made, Psycho, like, pretty much established that for us. And I'm not saying that's the first one that ever did, but it's one of the most classics that ever it's did. It's the best. Yeah. Watching Marion Crane get killed in the shower. 
is one of the most iconic, not even just horror, but film scenes ever created. And it's killer POV. Damn. It's very effective. Damn. Never. Oh, what's badass? That's a really good point. Drunk me. I didn't think of it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like getting to see that in a film as good as the original My Bloody Valentine, we got, we got that. Did we see that in the remake? Did we ever get it? <laughs> nope. Did we ever um, get a killer POV? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we did. If we did, it clearly it wasn't good enough because it didn't resonate. I really can't I think, think we of. did. Like... Maybe like in oh. the house when the old man with the with the old man and he was like, Oh, like it's you, Harry Warden or maybe, whatever. Maybe but that, um, there's that, that scene where he puts on the mask. You see him put on the mask and it's a POV. There, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like there are those yeah. when they're explaining away but all we're the never, killings. But we're never we're never seeing a full murder through the killer's eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like uh, a film has to have that to be good. I'm just saying that this one lacked it. The what? The laundry scene? Not something notable, like in the mm, yeah original. Like there's not there's not yeah. a whole scene that really affects you. I can't do 3D that way, so I probably didn't do it. Yeah, you can't do 3D that way. And apparently, from the research I did, the 3D was the most vital when it came to the remake, and that's a shame because 3D sure as hell did not stick with modern audiences. No one gives a shit about 3D. Okay. I haven't like. What's the most recent movie that you can think of that's been released in 3D? I can't think of one that's been released. I mean, I can like, say... all, like, Marvel movies and shit are yeah. released in 3D. Oh, but, really? Like, yeah, yeah, they are. And, like, 3D. We don't, we don't like, watch them in 3D, but, but like, they our, are released Our in theater, 3D. like, Gateway, shout out to Gateway Film Center, best theater ever. Mm-hmm. Um, they, oh. they don't, they do 3D stuff, but it's, like... Oh, yeah, they, they do. They don't regularly, regularly release blockbuster 3D film. They did, um... I saw a dial M for murder in 3D. Yeah, I but that's like, a, but yeah, like and cool, do like cool that's, shit like no, that. but like that one's supposed to be in 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Hitchcock like filmed it. So, yeah, but like so yeah. I can think of if but they don't honestly, do a lot of like blockbuster 3D. If they re-release is, the My Bloody Valentine 3D, they would do a 3D because that's what it was intended to do. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. But like, can you think of the last film you saw in theaters that was 3D? Dial M for murder because yeah. I've only seen one 3D that's movie. It? I can't, it makes me really sick. Yeah. So I don't do it. What about yeah, you? Can you I, think of anything? No. The last 3D film I saw was the Alice in Wonderland reboot that Disney uh, did. That yeah. was the last 3D I saw. And I distinctly remember watching that and taking off my glasses and just suffering through seeing the image, like, distorted. Because I was like, I cannot do this anymore. It, I was, like, suffering. But let's talk about remakes in general. Um, so my opinion is... You shouldn't remake a movie unless you can improve it. I know that's your... We've actually, um, like, not necessarily gotten in fights, but, like, our argued. our friend group has gotten in several spats regarding this. Because right. some of us have dreams remaking things, remaking slash rebooting things, which Molly wants to differentiate. Um, but then, like, people like Harish don't think it should happen unless well, there's an improvement to my, it. My thing is, like... If the original is good, then Don't let's just watch it. the original. Like, yeah. why would you want to distract from the original? But I think, like, if you can improve a movie, then ma- remake it. Yeah. I think for the longest time, and we used to, we are, we've argued about this plenty, is, like, one of my dreams is to, like, do a Clue remake. And I've always wanted to do that because, to me, Clue is one of the funniest things. But then the longer I thought about it and, like, the more I've been writing in things, um, 
I realized that I don't want to do a Clue re remake, and I've been reading that, like, a Clue remake might be happening, and, like, just the news of that devastated me, because I was like, I don't want it to be touched, but then right. for some reason, the audacity of me to think that I could touch it, I was like, yeah. no, and then you were saying, you were like, if you like it, no story is its own, just reboot the story in your own way. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and like use the story to inspire yeah. you to write your and own thing. And then I did that, and my satisfaction got paid, not, like... I wrote something and my satisfaction got paid off and then I realized, I was like, Clue does not need to be remade or rebooted. Don't fucking touch it. And I right. think that's the point that needs to be made of a lot of things. Don't fucking yeah. touch the original. My, my opinion is, if you can improve a movie, then it's worth remaking. But if you can't improve it, then like let it inspire you to create something of your own that's new. That you just draw. So like Clue, from... Clue, in my opinion, is a perfect movie. Can't be touched. Can't oh, be improved absolutely. at like, all. Literally nothing like, can be added to yeah. that film. So, so leave Clue alone. But like... Clue can inspire you to make something that's like a murder mystery dinner party of Which, a different sort. In person, you know? like I, I wrote my own whodunit. Like, yeah, just as like a personal project, I like got that satisfaction out, and I did it in a way that I was like, okay, this might be a direct ripoff of Clue, but I like, I let that creative energy flow, and I was like, Clue does not need to be touched. I just really wanted to do something of my own right. creativity through my love of Clue. You and know. For us, having watched House of Wax and not knowing anything about the original versus watching we this... just did a reboot. Yeah. Yeah, versus watching this and knowing everything about the original. Literally an hour before. Like, in this case, like, it this is a pointless anything. reboot. It was a money grab. It's, it's completely a money grab trying to get... Uh, because it doesn't improve on the original at all. So... It, it actually makes it worse. Yeah. It's a worse movie than the original. So in that, we should note that one of Molly's biggest things is differentiating remake versus reboot. And she mentioned that several times, is that this is not a remake. They They almost made it a remake, and then they changed their minds about the plot, which classifies it instead as a reboot. Because it is right. the same franchise... But different plot, even though it is not a direct sequel. Um, yeah, I agree with, I think, both of you guys on the whole remake thing. Like, I, I remember nothing uh, boiled my bones as much as hearing about the Jumanji. <laughs> kind of, I guess, I guess it is a reboot, but, um... Even so, it's messing with the original. Right, Well, exactly. for me, like, a reboot means, like, you are changing the original, but also you're intending to have more after that i think they should have kept jumanji's name out of their mouth <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, and that is the hill i'm gonna die on on this podcast so let's focus it on like, this specific right. how do you feel i mean okay i don't in this specific circumstance it doesn't really bother me as much because I don't have that kind of attachment. Like, do you imagine that something to you? Where right, and like how Clue, like if they ever made a Clue, oh my God. I would riot. They're they're working on it now. They're making it with James Franco. Yeah, yeah. with who? James yeah, Franco, James yeah. fucking Franco. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed it changes. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Are they gonna cast? You know they're trying to cast him as um the butler. I Probably. Hope not. I, hope I not. am like, going to screw. Okay. It's, it's one of those things what that, like, <laughs> if it's the class. I think that where we're seeing is we're seeing classics and we're like, don't touch classes. But what if it's not regarded as a classic? I I will say, there's this movie. There's this movie I really like that's the same kind of vein as Clue. Well, actually, okay. 
I watched it when I was a kid. It's called Murder by Death, mm-hmm. and it is very racist. <laughs> so I don't like that part, but I think the plot is really good. So if yeah. they reboot something like that, they but like fix all the problematic the stuff, like yeah. it's it's real racist. And I watched it again as an adult, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like that's gross. Like I don't want to. Yeah. Like it, it, it like made me feel gross. I was like, oh no. But um. Another thing, like, similar to that is the, like, Blade Runner. Um, I've heard, at least what I heard, okay, I, I Mm -hmm. haven't really, I, I've, like, partially seen the original Blade Runner, haven't seen the remake, but, like, with Blade Runner, there are flaws in the original film that could be fixed by a remake, but, um, I think in the specific remake that was made... It yeah, wasn't yeah, fixed. fixed. Well, no. it wasn't a remake. It was kind of a it was sequel. A, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Blade Runner. It's a similar Philip K. Dick. Total Recall? Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. I Total get those recall. mixed up all the time. Total Recall. Total Recall, the original had problems. Three boots. But the reboot did not fix them. But, like, but um, it had Colin a reboot. <laughs> but a reboot could have fixed them. Yeah. And which is the point is that, like, if you... Have a movie where you like the idea, um, if you give me, like, <laughs> a few minutes, I could think of one. Just, just, but. if you, if you like the idea and you think, and it can be improved upon or fixed in a generation. Happy Death Day. <laughs> Happy Death Day is a movie where. That's, a, that's got a sequel coming out, though. Yeah, but, like, Happy Death Day is a movie where I, I really like the idea of, you keep getting murdered until you figure out who the murderer is. But I did not like the ending of the original Happy Death Day. And I think, like, 20 years from now, maybe, Happy Death Day could have a remake. I mean, it's that... just Groundhog's Day. Yeah, it is just ha- Groundhog's Day. But, like, Happy Death Day it is a good idea yeah. that was um, executed poorly. Yeah. I think there could be a better execution of that. And so, like, if Happy Death... I would be happy with a Happy Death Day remake. Yeah, later down the line. Later down the line. I get it. If it improved it, you know? Whereas something like Clue... Clue shouldn't be remade ever. Um, (laughs) Literally, don't fucking bother. (laughs) Yeah, or, like, In Bruges or Fight Fight Club or... In Bruges has small room for remake. But, like, I would... Even, like, even the little flaws in In Bruges, I'd be like... Don't even bother. Yeah, like, like, it's good enough. In like, we Bruges, can gloss over. In Bruges has, like, problematic a- a- elements, but, like... You'd I, have to basically keep the same script, just slightly fix Just, like, cut thing. out some shit, yeah. yeah. But whatever. And same with, like, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like, I, I don't think you can improve... Shaun of the Dead is a perfect movie. I don't think you can improve on it. I don't think it should be remade. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that, like... And, like, I have my own definition of perfect, but, um, anyway. But, like, my point is, for a remake, mm-hmm. as you should only remake it if it's a reasonable improvement that can, mm-hmm. like, encompass the entire What about, movie. like, okay, what about sequels? Because there's this movie that I really love <laughs> and enjoy called Donnie Darko. Tell us about it, Molly. And there's this... I guess it's a sequel. I S- won't watch it called S. S- Darko that I refuse to like touch or even look at because I, in my opinion, from what I've read and from just like my personal biases, that um it just taints 
yeah. Donnie Darko, like, the original. Right, so I think yeah. that's something else. Like, if a movie has a sequel that, like, ruins the original, like, is it really necessary? Well, I think this is such yeah. a thing in horror. Like, Friday the 13th has, like, a billion sequels. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street has, like, a billion sequels. Well, it's crazy because, like, to me... So, we were talking about sequels in horror, and you specifically said Friday the 13th. I've seen Friday the 13th Part 1, 2, and 3. And 3 is in 3D, by the way. Um, Love that for yeah. it. There's actually, reading up, doing research, they compare the Valent- My Bloody Valentine 3D to oh, Friday. No. Anyways, it's like a thing that gets compared. Anyways, um, I, didn't wa- I did not watch the 3D one in 3D. But I liked the sequel of Friday the 13th, Part 2. And Part 3 is honestly, uh, did you guys know that you don't actually see Jason in a hockey mask until Part 3? Fun mm. fact. Oh, you cool. do not. Um, but... So, like, to me, like, sequels are cool. Like, the, those, the first three Friday the 13th, I thought were pretty solid. Like, there's flaws in them and stuff. But I have not seen the franchise after then, and I can only assume that there's, like, massive flaws after that. Um, but when it comes to, like, okay, so you're doing reboots, remakes, sequels. I tend to think that usually the sequel is the worst. Yeah, I tend to think that the sequel tends to be the worst because it's mostly a money grab. Whereas a reboot or a remake is years down the line, and typically somebody has good intentions, except for when it comes to the era of what we're recent we're talking about with the Friday Thirteenth remake and the My Bloody Valentine remake and all that stuff is like this two thousands era is bad because they it was all money grabs, no intention of improvement. I disagree. Really, I I like sequels. You like sequels? Oh, I I will say except for what I mentioned before, Let's the say sequel sequels, that shall not be named. Sequel specifically related to horror, though. Yeah, I don't have. You a, like I don't, really don't have an issue. For with me, that. yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think like a sequel can. A sequel doesn't have the baggage of the original, so, like, you can change the story and improve the story and, like, take it in a different direction. Mm. Like, you you have the freedom to yeah. do that without, like, affecting the original yeah. and its existence and stuff. I guess, and where I'm coming from is that, like, in movies that have original sequels and reboots, and there's many of those, I've seen the original reboot. But I've never seen the sequel because the reviews of sequel are always significantly lower than the original and the reboots. I think Halloween's an interesting thing. We talk about Halloween. Halloween is a whole thing. But um, how there's like so many timelines. I think that's real weird. That's 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 a whole thing in itself, and we can get into that. But like, what were you gonna say earlier? That was it. That was it. But like, Halloween is interesting. I've only seen the original and the reboot, and well, not the reboot, but the sort of sequel to the original that erases the past of all the other. (laughs) You mean? uh, 2018. The 2018 one. Yeah. Um, that is a direct sequel that erases the past. They, like, the producers right. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked both the original Wait, and the not the, the Rob Zombie reboot? I've actually, I, no, that's a lie. I've seen the Rob Zombie reboot. Opinions. Um, <laughs> there's positives and negatives of that one. This is the second time we talked about Rob Zombie <laughs> in the past week. But, like, um, so, like, it's interesting because I'm, I'm, now that we're talking of the, about this, I'm curious that if this would have been made as a sequel instead of a reboot. Here's what I'll say. Where could they have gone better, you know? Here's what I'll say. Um, remakes, do a remake if you can improve on the story of the original. Basically just adjusting it to modern. Yes. Well, adjusting it to modern, and but adding. also like improving like the flaws yeah. of the original. So if there's racism, but get rid of the racism or something like get that. Get rid of the racism, make the story, like, more tight, yeah. you know, like, rewrite stuff. But 
do a sequel if you can expand on the, the story universe. of the original. So if like the original ends with Jason killing someone, you know, and you realize that there are I mean, Jason has a twin or something, you know. Well, like, wait, 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 do what? you guys do you guys care Just, if I ruin a minor plot to the sequel of Friday Thirteenth? No, we don't care. Do you care because I won't bring? I'll it just up. close my ears. It's not that big a deal. I'm gonna listen to the episode, so never mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm like ruining your life right now, but the sequel to Friday Thirteenth Part Two, where Jason actually comes in, is Jason kills the final girl from Part One. In oh, I knew the that. opening scene of part two, he kills her as revenge for his mother and then goes on to kill more people. But, like, so the sequel expands upon the universe because, one, you find out Jason's alive, two, he gets revenge, and three, he's moving on. You know what I mean? Right. So the se- that's, where I, I, that's why I regard the sequel of Friday the 13th as pretty decent. I would have to see that to make a judgment, but, it's, like, it's well based on what you say, like, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I like the fact that the sequel... Um, enhances the original. I'm sorry if I ruined that for you guys, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> in the re- in the idea of the movie, it's but not like, a big deal. I don't think, like, Inception should not have a sequel. No, it doesn't need you one. Know? You know, like, you got all your losing. There are movies that you shouldn't make a sequel to, but, like, if you want to make a sequel to a movie, then you have to either take the story in a new direction that mm-hmm. hasn't been analyzed yet, mm-hmm. or... You know, yeah. Um, I think just do something different. We're in this weird era right now where Hollywood's only dishing out sequels, reboots, and remakes. Yeah. Like, how frequently are we actually getting an original fucking story? Almost never. Ah! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. <laughs> That's my roommate just coming home. <laughs> So we're in this like we're in this era where we're almost annoyed by the amount of sequels, franchises, reboots, and remakes. And so it's like refreshing to get an original story. So I think we we might be a little biased right now. You know what I mean? But then again, like sequels and all that stuff have been the thing since the seventies. Like Yeah. We we keep referring Friday thirteenth. How many sequels does that have? Yeah. Hundred. No, it has um there are thirteen. Twelve. 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 12. 12. <laughs> there are twelve. Twelve. Um right. I don't know. So we're we're a little biased towards our hatred of sequels because we're just sick and tired of seeing the same shit rebooted and redone. You know? So. With, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. So this with our so thing, much. I wanted to bring up just the, the um, just really quick, I wanted to highlight, even though the remake had its flaws, we all really were excited every single time we got a callback to the original. Oh, yeah. yeah. So while the plot was not the same, we got a body falling out of a dryer. Dryer, Even yeah. though that was, like, quick passing, we were like, oh, my God, quick callback. We got the, the clothes coming the cl- down. The clothes dropping. Oh, that was good, That yeah. was a really good fat. All these callbacks were, like, real quick, but if it's, like, a you catch it, you're satisfied type thing. And there was one other one, and I don't remember what it was. Well, there was the shot of the little kid, which yeah, you said was kid. similar to... And him walking through the mine. Yeah. And the very ending shot yeah. after all the credits yeah. rolled. So there was, like, what, five callbacks that, if you had seen the original... Almost, five that you, we caught, you'd even almost have after to, we were looking for Yeah, them. you'd almost have to see the original very recently or have seen it plenty of times to be familiar enough to catch them. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were satisfying callbacks, and I think if you're gonna reboot, remake, sequel... You gotta put some of those callbacks in there, or else, like, you yeah, wanna satisfy I mean, your audience like, of being a yeah. fan of the original. References are fine. Because, like, you don't, 
you want to put them into where a new audience isn't gonna like need to understand and they can just move on as like that was a part of the story but then it's like cool easter eggs for but, like yeah right you yeah. just yeah. you want to put them in as easter eggs and i just i really appreciate as many flaws of the as the remake had or the reboot had it still gave us that like oh that was cool we we got that you know I just really liked it, right. especially the drier yeah. one. I know we've been shitting on the reboot a lot, but I think it's a fun movie it's, to watch. It's with your fun friends. to make fun of. Yeah. And final thing about that is the shot towards the end where Axel oh. and Sarah are watching Tom come towards them, and Tom is smacking, smashing the each lights, light yeah. as he's going by with his pickaxe, and it's flashing him in the hairy whatever. Um, the minor costume. The minor costume. And you're getting to see, like, his both of his personalities going there. All of us were like, oh, this movie's shit. But then the whole time that little bit was going, all of us were like, god damn, this is so cool to yeah. watch. Uh, that's a good, that's something I will, good about I will this give movie. that movie yeah. that. That was such a cool little really segment cool, yes. of a I bit. Agree. It also, was so good. That other, The only other shot in this movie that really sticks out... Is that one where Irene's getting murdered? Because <laughs> she is, like, full TNA out the whole time. And, and apparently she did this, like, by choice. Cue that. Okay, so she was supposed to do, do this scene with a sheet wrapped around her. But the sheet was kept messing up and she got so annoyed by it that she literally just said, fuck it, I'll do it naked. And they were like, are you sure? And she was like, I will do this completely nude. And so she did. So this was by her own. Oh, wow, that's kind of hurt. She wasn't, oh, she needs a sports bra. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Which is a lot. Yeah. The, I don't know. Whoa. Well, she was originally written to do most of it with a sheet wrapped around her, but she was getting annoyed dealing with it. So she was just like, fuck it, I'll do it nude. Oh, okay. And well, so it okay. was, to, to be fair, it was this actress's choice to be in the complete nude. Mm-hmm. She wasn't supposed. She was supposed to be like sexy and you know half nude, but like, which speaks to yeah the time period. Yeah, which because like I feel like most movies would be like you're gonna be nude or you're not getting the part at all. Mm. They actually were like, hey, we don't want to force you to be. And she was like, fuck it, I'm sick and tired of dealing with this. Just let me be naked. Yeah, you know. So, but like that's another memorable one of the <laughs> the movie because it's just so much. Yeah, and even um, I think Sydney said it when she, we our friend Sydney was watching the movie with us for a little bit. She was like, oh, girl, put on a sports bra. Yeah. Because that's just, like, not comfortable to run everywhere. like that. Okay. Any so, other, any what other would thoughts? you do if it was you? <laughs> so, in this movie, which character do you... Are we doing to? original right now? Original, yeah. Which do I relate to the most in the original? I would say, who was our who was our dude with the mustache? What was Hollis. Hollis's girlfriend I relate to the most. Oh, because... <laughs> I relate to Hollis, who was, like, Hollis is, um, he's a chubbier guy, he has a mustache. He, he was just the dude. He was, like, just, like, the third main character. Level-headed. Like, he was, like, he wasn't one of the main two, but he was, like, he was level-headed, he was, like, friends with everyone, he was a main character, he was, like... Uh, like when, um, Axel and TJ got into a fight, he, he like, broke up. up the fight, and he took care of it, and, like, Hollis, I really related to. Hollis just, was my number one. Yeah. I my, just really liked his girlfriend. I thought she was cool. And she, we also yeah, said she had she, big lesbian energy, and I really She liked had it. very much bisexual energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She is definitely lesbian. What about you, Molly? If you don't remember the name, just subscribe them. I, that's the thing, is I don't know how much I really relate to any of these characters. 
wasn't watching that part too closely. <laughs> Maybe I'll say Todd. Wait, who's or Todd? TJ. TJ. <laughs> Maybe TJ. I I see it. I don't know. It makes sense. Does it? Yeah. I kind of just said a name. No, TJ, the guy who leaves the town and then comes back. Yeah, and he's because... like really emo and weird. Yeah. Okay, you know what? You That's said a good emo? description. There you go. Because <laughs> I just like every other pop punk kid, just want to get out of my town. But you can't. Actually, help but I'm gonna change that. my answer. I'm gonna be Mabel. Which one's Mabel? Mabel? The one who dies in the laundromat. The laundromat oh, girl. Oh, Mabel, yeah. our bitch. The old woman. <laughs> Older woman who dies in the laundromat. You know, because I feel like I would also just get murdered, just like living my everyday yeah. life. You know. Okay, so reboot who? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, maybe Irene. Irene. <laughs> I love Irene, the naked woman who dies. What about you, Molly? It's a good question. This is really hard for me because, like, the reboot, I hated everyone. I would have to say that I relate to what? What's the girl's name? Sarah. Sarah. Sure. The, are you talking about the main chick? Yep. Sarah, yeah. who's well, dating the police. I was gonna say Sarah as well. Okay. I think I no reason to Sarah as well. No reason. I just I don't know. I just feel like she's me. Yeah. Well, she tried to be smart. Yeah. Too. So. And I mean, she's the one who realized, you know, the issue at the end, like, yeah. that Tom was... Yeah. I feel like I'd... I feel like I'd be perceptive enough. That tracks. And, like, she's just, like, trying her best. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so do you think... Honestly, in terms of, even though there's a difference in killer and stuff, I think that the situation's still the same, that somebody is mm-hmm. reliving the murders of a original bad guy. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd survive if you were in the situation of, there's this guy that's going around recreating almost copycat killing do you think you'd survive think of yourself as somebody who lived in this town i guess why is there coal all over my face (laughs) why is there coal (laughs) um but yeah i i i'd say i think i would survive but i probably wouldn't you know because i wouldn't suspect like one of my friends killing me hell no (laughs) actually i have this I literally just I get taken out. Okay, you can you can change your answer because what I'm about to say might change it, but like I was just like, Oh, there's no difference. There is. Um one, they're teens partying. Mm-hmm. The second one, they're full grown adults returning to their normal lives. Teens, well, teens partying, I'd get the killed. The first one, they're not teens partying, though, because they are adults. Young, young adults partying, let's I say. I mean, they're, like, in their 20s, maybe. Yeah. Young adults partying, I probably actually would have been killed, whereas when I'm a full-grown adult, I probably wouldn't have. What is a full-grown adult? Like, the same age in both They're not they're... partying in that one, though. They're just going about okay. their daily lives getting picked off. So it's partying like or not I, partying. I feel like if I would have been partying, I would have been killed, which is a cold, that total is a trope. difference in the movie. That's a total trope in horror films, too. Oh. If you're partying, you're going to die. Right. I think if I was at a party, I would have died. If I wasn't, I wouldn't. Okay. So if that changes your answer, feel free to say. I think so. No, I still would have gotten picked off. Picked off? Yeah, I would have been one of the guys in the party. <laughs> yeah. Pick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pick. With a miner's so, pick. So we're all establishing that we probably would die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's like one of those kind of like in-group things where it's someone from our friend group that we wouldn't suspect. And especially because... Even though we've all seen so many movies, we should be more suspicious of well, the people we hang out with. Especially with the original, <laughs> That's though. That's a good point. <laughs> all these people are getting picked off, but no one's quite noticed. Like, the, the audience is getting those bodies, but the people aren't. Right. So you've got to very... If you don't know people are dying, you're probably going to die. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's, that's good. Um, horror ranking? Or villain ranking? 
Uh-huh. Villain ranking. Ooh, are there going to be two? Yeah, there are going to be I two. I guess there's, there's two, because they're, they're two different. Um, uh, so we're saying Axel versus let's, TJ? Okay. Let's rank Axel versus Tom, Tom. first. Axel first. versus Tom. I Axel mean. is the better killer, yeah. To me, Axel's Axel. Yeah. Because the motive behind Tom's is just stupid. Lame. Just some annoys me. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're doing Axel over Tom. Okay, so ranking, where are you going to put them in the ranking, ranking overall? Uh, this is getting harder as we go through more. I know, I almost like want to pull um, up my list. I, I would have... say, um, what are my top? My top is Pontypool, then Other Mother. And then, oh, Pontypool, Bagul, then Other Mother. And I think I'd put Axel from the original above the Sinclair Brothers. And then Mrs. Voorhees. And then underneath Mrs. Voorhees, I'd put mm, fucking Tom from the original. Okay, so that's pretty interesting because I know that our ranking... Where's my ranking? Here's my oh, here. dope. So, I'm going to put... Axel from the original below the Sinclair brothers, but above Other Mother. And then I'm going to put Tom below Bagul and above Mrs. Voorhees. So they're spaced by, so it's Pontypool Virus, Sinclair brothers, Axel from the original, Other Mother, Bagul, Tom from the remake, Mrs. Voorhees, Terry. Oh wait, this one does not have, um, oh wait, yeah, it does, never mind. The Sinclair brothers. Okay. So Terry. So that makes sense. Okay. All right. I've said it before, I don't acknowledge the Pontypool virus as a killer. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I have um, the other mother from Coraline as my number one. Bagul, Mrs. Voorhees, Sinclair Brothers. Then I'll put Axel from the original. Then I'll put Tom. Okay. And then okay. Terry from um, All Cheerleaders. Oh, so they're both oh. under Mrs. Voorhees? Yeah. No, they're both under Mrs. Voorhees and the Sinclair Brothers. Nice. Oh, okay. I respect that. Okay. Um, I'm, st- I'm I'm excited to where our lists get longer because I think we're going to really start to differentiate on, like, what is scary to us personally. We're starting to branch, but, like, I'm excited for when it gets longer. And I think at a- eventually we're going to have to start saying just our top five because, yeah. like, the list is just going to yeah. get ridiculous. And we'll tweet yeah. them out. Yeah, we'll t- we're going to keep tweeting them and, like, um, but, like, I think just saying top five might be satisfying enough, but, like, for now we're yeah. good. Um, so, what are we gonna rank? Pickaxes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, or Valentine's. Valentine's! Let's say Valentine's. Let's say Valentine's. Or like, um, what's the heart-shaped box? Chocolate? Heart-shaped? Chocolate? Chocolate box? Let's just say, let's just say Valentine's. Valentine's, Valentine's. is satisfying enough to me. So, let's rank the original. Original, I'd give, like... I'd say, like, between 8 or 9, maybe 8.5 Valentine's out of 10. Okay, I was going to give it an 8. Do you have a reasoning? I mean, it's it's a well-shot movie. It's interesting. The plot is interesting. It's, um, the first time I watched it, I was, like... Satisfied. Satisfied and surprised by the ending. I thought TJ would be the killer, yeah. you know? So, like, overall, just good movie and, like, well-made mm-hmm. And like overall good. You know what? I said so, eight, but just eight point five. Hearing out of nine. you say that makes me give it an eight point five as well. Yeah. Um, 
Ah, shit. I don't know, like, why I don't want to give it a 10. I, I recently touched on that I'm trying not to just perfectly give something a 10. But, um, we watched the, the the director's cut, and I think that, like, that if the director's cut would have been the theatrical, it would be, like, a great film. But the fact that you have to buy the director's cut and, like, watch it, because I, I don't know, mm. but I feel like the theatrical cut would make it less. Because the director's cut's grew, mm. gruesome, like, gore is the reason it's so satisfying to me. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't differentiate. But like, even even if we're not differentiating that, cut. even if we're not um, di- differentiating that, just the killer, the twist, the story itself is creative. And it's a good movie. What about you, Molly? I give it an eight. Eight? I think it's yeah. a solid movie. Um, I think there are a lot of part, and this is the issue I have with a lot of movies. There's a lot of filler. Mm-hmm. Where it's like all about the characters and nothing's really happening. You build nothing, right? It. But um, it's still good. Yeah, like it's interesting to watch. I mean, um, even in our recap, we were like, we can cut out like forty five minutes of this film, right? Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's spooky. Um, I think the villain is interesting and it, like is a cool look. Like it real real cool twist. Even if you guessed who it is, why? Though? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and I think it's beautifully shot. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so... Solid eight. Remake. Remake. What do you guys give it? Remake. Two out of ten. Two out of Tech ten? Texas. Yeah, I hated the remake. You gave it a two? Oh, yeah. It, like, it like focused way too much on the 3D. Like, did not improve the story. Was completely pointless as a remake, in my opinion. So, like, I think, like, it deserves negative points for being an unnecessary remake. I was gonna give it a four point five <laughs> because there was fun callbacks. There were very select few cool shots to it. It had Jensen Ackles in it, which really gave it some points for me. Um, I mean, like there are way more flaws than there are pluses, but I don't think it's like one of the worst movies ever made. So like four point five. Okay. Uh oh. Um. I will say it was very fun to watch while drunk. Yes. But I'll give it a three. Three, yeah. And that's low. I also am a little bit... I've seen this movie twice this week. I'm a little bit biased. The second viewing didn't make you hate it more. Right. I, like, liked it more the first time I saw it. (laughs) But, like, having seen the original, it kind of just... Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'll give it... It's, like, oscillating between a three and a four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's not... Like, you can watch it, but there are also better movies to watch. Mm -hmm. Right. Jensen Ackles is hot, so watch it for him. I'm curious... I mean, I'm curious, not that we have a lot of audience feedback or anything, but um, if somebody were to have an opinion, if they've only seen one or the other, what their views are, not comparing them, because, like, this whole podcast has been comparing... Yeah. So if somebody were to, especially when it comes to if you've only seen the remake and not the original, I'm curious what the thoughts are. Because mm-hmm. I cannot remember my own thoughts about the remake. Because I think I went in when I originally watched the reboot, when we watched it last year, I think I went in thinking like, oh, it's not that bad. And then I watched it and I was like, oh my god, this sucks. Right. And I remember that because I remember watching the remake with you and you were like, I like it because it changes the story. And I was like... It still sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. Now being here, I'm like, this is awful. Yeah. So I'm just curious. So, is, is 
if anybody has yeah seen my just rating three. of two out of ten is like unnecessary and also worse yeah. than the original so like that's going down like i mean if it were like if i had only watched the remake i would maybe give it like a five or mm-hmm. a four but like having watched the original and seeing how pointless and unnecessary the remake yeah. was i'm gonna lower my score down to like maybe a two so i'm just curious about if so. anybody's seen the just just the remake. just the remake i'm curious as to what they think okay okay so, so next our next yes. episode we we're talking about what do... our favorite deaths were oh, oh our deaths! favorite deaths that's yes! the new segment new segment, new segment so we want to talk about it? yeah so all i do with my time is watch dead meat on youtube with james a janice shout out where it's it's awesome um, he does this thing called The Kill Count. He also has a podcast with his girlfriend. I forget what her name is, but their podcast is really good as well. It's on their YouTube channel. Um, but something that he does is at the end, he'll, he has what's called the golden machete, uh, the golden chainsaw and the dull machete for his favorite and least favorite kill. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Especially when looking at a movie where there's a lot of gore. So we kind of also wanted to do like what our favorite death was. Yeah, and we we specifically and, we're not going to necessarily put this in every episode, but right. episodes we deem that we need this for. Right. We want to do it. Yeah. So I'll do mine for both. My favorite death in the original was um Mabel mm-hmm. with the washing machine. That was badass and <laughs> gruesome as fuck. And um my other my favorite death for the remake is I don't know I don't even I don't know the characters' names, which is fine. But um the girl the um the other woman who gets killed outside the grocery store the grocery and it says store, Be yeah. Mine Forever. Yeah. And I think it's I I think this movie could have done more Be Mine jokes because it's Valentine's <laughs> Day and it takes place in a coal mine. In a coal mine. Yeah. There was yeah. a severe lack of Be Mine jokes, so it like really did that for me. Yeah. Um I think my favorite in the original is Mabel as well. That just like that was just such like we 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 talked about killer POV and then also just the reveal of her body falling out of the oh. fucking dryer was so mm. cool. It's cool enough to where the remake felt the need to re to like revisit it. And then I don't know the original one. I'm like tempted to go the same as Molly's. Um, the remake, man. Or yeah, the remake. I'm tempted to go the same as Molly's for that one. I don't I don't know though because like. Yeah, I guess I'll go with that one. You mean it's not the girl getting her head chopped off with the shovel in the original? That one was so fucking stupid, and not I the love original, it. The remake. You mean but, it's not their? It's not your favorite. But no, um, I guess I go with hers as well. It's one of those ones where like none of the deaths in the remake were like satisfying to me. It was just like yeah. oh, another one of these. So I guess I'll go with hers too. Right. I wanted to like give a different one, but like I don't know. I guess hers is fine. For me, um, in the original, my favorite death was, I think her name is Sylvia. Um, it's the girl who dies, like... In the um, shower? Yes. Where, like, all the, all the, um, costumes are dropping. Yeah, yeah. That's the, sh- the one then, that gets killed in the shower. And then she keeps running around, and then she gets fucking murdered yeah. in the shower. Yeah. So, that Just was impaled. my favorite. Yeah, she was impaled. That was my favorite, um, death in the original. The remake, I'd just say the same as Molly, like the girl who dies yeah. outside the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So we did that one. Um, so yeah, like, if, especially slasher films will really include this one. Um, and then if there's like random ones that we deem. So like, don't expect this to be in every episode, but if we feel like it's worthy, we'll do it. Um, but yeah, so that's our favorite deaths of these. 
Thank you, James A. Janice. Thank you. Of Dead Meat. Um, cool. Okay, so um, plugs now, I guess. Plugs. Um, so we are, I have made a letterbox account. Um, search for Tipsy Terror with no space. Um, that's the name. That's our username. Uh, you can find it if you just go on letterbox.com and then I think it's slash Tipsy Terror. Just search um, us on Letterboxd and you'll find us. Go on Letterboxd and then search Tipsy Terror with no space and then you will find us. And then our Twitter is at Tipsy Terror. If you want to email us, at it's tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com. Does somebody have Tipsy Terror? I think so, yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Um. So Okay, so anyways, continue. And then our... Um, our website, which is just our SoundCloud, is just gonna be tipsyterror.rip or .wtf or dot com tipsyterror.com or tipsyterror.pub And then, do you want to do some personal? For me, my personal is at not a credit card. Oh, that's it. On everything. On everything, yeah. Um. For me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram for any reason, it's Samantha Dawn Thirteen, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those are my two ones. Anything, Molly? Um, yeah, you can follow my Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes, and my Twitter. Is at M O one one Y H A I N E S, and that's my letterbox too. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything else going on. Yeah, Yeah. there's nothing upstairs. We're we're your typical pod hosts, so it's like nothing special going on here. But um, should we say what our next episode? Our next episode will be yeah. Let's just do the next episode. The taking of Deborah Logan. And we will be featuring a friend of mine. We go way back. His name is Nick Prainer. Um, good friend that I've shared several um, very embarrassing memories with. So I'm really excited. I I don't know about him, but the first time I watched Taking a Deborah Logan was with him. So I'm really excited to do this podcast. That's so funny. Yeah. He's also a regular at where I work, which yeah. I found out, which is kind of weird. We've talked about him before. If you've um, recognized his name or any you don't know him, it's because I've talked about him on previous podcasts. So, um, yeah. yeah. Stay tuned. We'll do a morning after, and then we'll come at you with The Taking of Deborah Logan, one of the most traumatizing films I've ever seen. Great. <laughs> Love that for us. Perfect. Okay. Bye. Bye. An upside down heart. A symbol of the anti-Cupid. <laughs> <laughs>